check, 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 one, two, one, two. This is Uni V Soul, and you're listening to This Is Life with Uni V Soul, the voice of urban culture. We watch YouTube all the time, so like, the people that I watch on YouTube are fucking, they're pretty cool. You know, something like, you know, that like daily lifestyle motherfuckers? So, and my social media is popping. So like, when I, when, uh, when I put my IG on, I'm getting thousands of views on my IG story. Yeah. It's fucking insane. A lot of my, a lot of my Instagram people, they always want to know, oh, what's next? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's next? What are you doing? And then they, when they follow me, they got what inspiring motherfuckers to be a fit dad and inspiring motherfuckers to, uh, I said, just to eat right, stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? And just be more motivational. But I'm not doing. I'm not really a motivational kind of guy. That's not. The, that's not what I'm going for. I'm just showing people a day in and day out of the way I fucking live. If you get motivated from it, I'm fucking cool with that. You have to break out the vintage get fresh gear. Oh man, you break out the fucking vintage get fresh gear. What? Uh, twenty third. Uh, what? Two thousand and two. No, two thousand and four, two thousand and five t-shirts. You know what I mean? The 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 old shit. Yeah. What's up, Uni? What's up? How you been? How you been? How you been? Good, man. You know. How was the move, dude? It was rough. It's rough. My daughters didn't do shit. Huh? My daughters didn't do shit. They didn't help out? I don't know they didn't help out. Why not? Kids are crazy. Well, you just said it. Well, you're not supposed to expect a fucking young child to help out with a girl. Fucking my kids are 21, 13, and 11. They're supposed to help out, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) I mean, you're supposed to help out. You you want them to help out. I know, but they don't... Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, we were talking about responsibility the other day in the barbershop, right? Okay. And I was telling my fuckers, like, yeah, at the age of 13 years old, my mom, and I'm moving from Newark to, like, Edison. At the age of 13 years old, my mom expected me to get a job. At the age of 15 years old, she expected me to pay a bill. Mm. Literally, like, so I'm like, all right, so what grade are you in at the age of 13 years old? Eighth grade, correct? Yeah. So they, in, in eighth grade, what are people normally doing in eighth grade? Sticking around, playing outside with their friends, riding bicycles the whole night. So what I had to do was physically find a trade to start making money to help my mom out from moving from North to Edison. Still, I mean, she was asking you to. She was telling you to. Yeah, my mom was like, "Yeah, you, if you're living in this brand new house that we just bought, which wasn't brand new, but it was brand new to us because we grew up in the projects." She was like, "You're gonna have to help out. Everybody's gonna have to help out. Me and my two sisters." You know what I mean? Uh, my step pops, the whole nine, like everybody had to play a part in the house. So I had a bill I had to pay. So by the time I was 15 years old, I had to have it, I had to have that bill paid. Like, so she gave me the time, 13 to 15, make sure you find what you're gonna do. By the age of 15, you're gonna have some bills to pay. And then still have a regular life, still like girls, still wanna hang out with my friends, and you know. My mom was like, yeah, you can't talk to my telephone because you don't pay the bill. But I'm sure she didn't give you nothing that you couldn't handle. She's not like she gave you a big-ass bill or something like that. She gave you something to teach you something. PSC&G bill? Yeah. Is not cheap? I don't know. No, I, I, well, I'm saying that she gave you something that you can handle, something to give you some risk. All right, you, 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 you making it seem like she was nah, like, oh, you got to get... Nah, B. Nah. My mom gave me the PSC&G bill. Like, no, you got to get this This done. is what the, this is what has to get paid. Not you have... From now, you're 13 years old. You have now to 15 to figure out a way to get this bill paid. Because when you're 15 years old, this bill is your bill. I'm like, wow. So that was, that's what drove me to be more of an entrepreneur. So I was like, all right, fuck it. What I'm going to do is 
I went to a bunch of my neighbor's house and was like, yo, y'all need your grass cut? And like, yeah. So I, I made a ledger, right? A ledger, 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 ledger. I made a ledger of all, all the houses that I was able to cut their grass and make some money. So I would use their lawnmowers until I was able to buy my own lawnmower. And I mean, I was like, oh, if your grass is going to cost me $20 to cut, I'll cut it with your lawnmower for 15 bucks. See, now when you're talking like that, like, I can relate to that part. I mean, my parents didn't tell me to go and pay a bill, but going to cutting grass, doing the leaves, doing the snow, doing the newspaper. Like, I think 11, 12 years old, doing those things, getting my own money. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yo, I, you know. But what did you do? What were you, what were you able to do with your money? Shit, it's about football cards and basketball. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you, that's what I said. That's the difference. Yeah. You said you had to so, pay a bill. So, so my shit was. I just wanted my own money. I had to physically make enough money to pay the bill. To, to do grown man shit. To, yeah, what? To do, to, 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 yeah, I was a teenager. Do teenager shit. Well, paying a bill uh, like that is. In not my weird. mom's mind, at a teenager, you should be doing that. You should be doing that. That's not a bad lesson to learn. No, it, it made me who I am today. That makes sense. So by the time I was 18 years old, I owned my first house. So you do the math on that. There's a huge difference in the kids that are growing up today that are expecting everything from their parents. Even during that time. Even during that time. But the time before me, that's the way my mom was raised. Like, my mom didn't go out and buy clothes. She made her own clothes. So, like, when my mom came down to buy me gear, she said, here's this is what you got, and this is what you got to get. And it was white t-shirt, blue jeans, and a jacket. And that was the basic general garments that I wore every day. And I had to make that white t-shirt blue jeans or that gray t-shirt blue jeans pop it. I had to make that cool. And now everybody gives me thousands of likes on social media because of the way I dress. You do the math. And I had to afford to buy my own clothes when I wanted to wear Ralph Lauren, when I wanted to wear J. Crew, L.O. Bean, Eddie Bauer, uh, Eddie Bauer Tech, when I wanted to wear. And so, uh, good point. So then when you're doing that, you're getting clothes, what, around 15, 16 years old? So you want to get your own clothes, right? Yeah, about, about 16, 17, so, I really, really had to go buy them. I, I, I went into my, like, total own. So, all right, all right. So then going from cutting grass and doing whatever, what do you do at home? Because I, I couldn't imagine that you had a job, like a regular job. I, like, at 14, I was bagging groceries and then going. I, my first job was McDonald's. All right, so I had to have a job for every season. So you went and got a job? Or no, a I had to create my own job for every season. Okay. I couldn't stand working for anybody because then I had to listen to their rules. Even that, even that early? Yeah, hell yeah. I wasn't listening to nobody. I ain't got no time for that. I had to listen to my mom. She was a cop. the fuck I'm listening to, listen to somebody else for? Wow. Yeah, I'm not beat. Eat the fuck out of here. You crazy? So at the age of 13 years old, what I did was I picked up a clipper. I started cutting my friend's hair. I convinced all the niggas to get a haircut. So how old? How old? 13. 1993. I decided to cut hair. So I've been cutting hair for damn near 24 years. I'm 38 now. So I'm maybe... It's probably long. I don't know. Do the math. But, uh, long story short, yeah, I started cutting at the age of 13. I'm still cutting at the age of uh, 38. And, um, yeah, so every season, I had to have a job. The winter, I shoveled snow. Grabbed a group of dudes, they worked for me, and they fucking went out and shoveled snow. I got the accounts, you went to work. <laughs> Plain and simple. We went from shoveling snow to buying a quad, and, and, and the quad cut... Doing, doing the snow for us, like the little plow on the quad, the four-wheeler, and we would drive that around, damn near illegally, because we were young kids, and hit everybody's block. Like, yo, we're going we're gonna to do your... We'll go there with shovels. They will never see the quad. Again, we give them a price. They're like, wow, it's kind of cheap, but it's good enough. There's two of you guys. And I'd be like, yeah. They'd pay us after we were done. They would never even see the quad. 
Then they see the quad. They be like, wow, you guys did this in 10 minutes. Yes, we did do this in 10 minutes. So if we're making $50 a house in 10 minutes, you do the math. So basically, the process that you have now, you've been refining it over like 24, 25 years because it's like the same thing you've been doing. Yeah, I don't do nothing different. My, my stepfather told me, and a lot of old heads told me, figure out what made money back in the day and you're guaranteed to make money today because shit don't change. A nigga that made money back then is the same nigga that's making money right now. So if you want to go out and chase a dream, look for the dream that you can chase that's automatically going to make you some money. I've been fueled for money all my life, but I know, I know that money comes and goes. So you don't put it I never put value on the money. I never put love in money, but I know that I use money to pay bills. Tool. I, it's a tool. Yeah. It's like wearing a condom. It's going to protect you. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's gonna prevent a lot of problems. It's like, just like wearing a condom. Having money is like wearing a condom. And you yep. ain't got no money, you could you could definitely get hurt, you could definitely get injured, you could definitely get, you know, diseased. Yeah. So figure it out. I mean maybe my analogy isn't the best one in the whole world, but at the end of the day I know what I know. And I do what I do. So when we were just in the, the shop, you had said something. You were like, um, what'd you say? You Because you, 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 you had all the details, everything already laid out. And then you said, it's like, I finally got to do it the way that I like. I, yeah, I want to do it. I guess you have been having this for a long time. What you well, doing um, nah, mentally, I mean, mentally, we all have an idea on what we want and what we think success really is. So like, uh... My main goal of success for me personally was to open my own shop, eventually open my own shop, but own my own building. But to open my own shop, which I wasn't like a business partner with, and it was solely mine, and do it exactly the way I draw it out on a piece of paper, and it comes out just like what I exactly planned, and expecting all the bumps in the road to come and be prepared for it. Like, you know nothing's coming easy. So it's, it's taken, for you as long as you know me, it's taken, we've been here for 14 years. So my business partner didn't want to, didn't want to grow within the 14 years. So he left, did his own thing, and I created my own brand within the 14 years on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like now, the brand is where it's at and does well, sells worldwide, and we have a HQ, a headquarters. Now, to see the headquarters be created mentally and make it with my father, it's the same. My dad helped me build this 14 years ago, and my dad helped me build this. Now, hand in hand, man. That's it. And I ain't borrowed nothing from nobody. I never asked nothing from nobody. I ain't got mommy, daddy money. I was paying bills since I was 13. I'm just being real, you know what I mean? Now, do I make my daughter pay bills at the age of 13, 14 years old, 15? Nah. Because what we do is we make our children better than we were. And we show them that you can bust your ass to make money. You know what I'm saying? So, my daughter works here on Saturdays, Friday nights. She has a job. She works here. So what do you have when she clean up? She cleans up. Yeah, she gets okay. She gets paid. You know, I, I, I taught her the value of a dollar. When um when I was at when she was born when I was twenty two I had my kid, you know. 
uh, you know, like, that's when I had to really buckle down and figure out what I really, really wanted to do. Yeah, but hold on. If you was already doing 13, so then you're already, by 22, you're already nine years in. So what do you mean, what you really, really wanted to do? You're already doing Well, there's, my sisters had kids at young age, so I had to help out with that. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to, like, graduate high school. So it took me a little while to, like, actually do what I needed to do. So I wound up going to school in Manhattan to cut hair and get my license out there because all you needed was up to junior year high school. And I left high school senior year. So I was able to get licensed in the state of New York. Uh, you know, by the time I was like 18, 19 years old, I had my license to cut hair. And then I was coming here in New Jersey. Uh, I guess it was kind of like illegally because my license wasn't valid for New York to New Jersey. So I wound up going back to school in New Jersey to get my license. So all I had to do was show them my transcripts from New York to get my license in New Jersey. I wound up doing that. And uh, yeah, so then I was licensed in the state of New Jersey and in New York. But throughout this whole period of time, I was working at an environmental lab. Uh, I worked at STL, uh, STL Envirotech. I worked at ah, I remember you mentioning it. Yeah, yeah. I was, about, I was uh, my boy's mom, by the time I was 18 years old, my boy's mom hooked me up with like a job job because she saw that like I was really hungry. And, you know, I was hard working. So by the time I was like 18, 19 years old, she, she got me a job job and that really made a significant amount of money. They never asked to see my high school diploma. I was going to school in Manhattan, you know what I'm saying? Around that time to get my, my barber's license. So it was like working environmental lab in the wet chem department and then in the field team. And um, we kind of finagled the system. And then from there, going to school at the same time in New York, like two or three days out of the week, and it was juggling, 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 juggling. Then I had a mortgage, but the ship was rented out already, so I didn't have to pay for that. It was a lot going on, and I was so used to multitasking so that I didn't have an issue with it. And then I kept getting laid off at every job that I worked at in the environmental lab. I, I got laid off at STL Envirotech, Bristol Myers, Johnson & Johnson. Oh, it was like the same field. It was the same field within a matter of like three or four years. I kept getting laid off because they had massive layoffs. And then I said, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go cut hair full time. And then by the time I was like, I don't know, I think it was like 21. That's when I really, really like figured like, you know what, I cut hair part time and go to work. Cut hair part time, go to work. So you did, okay. So I was cutting hair full time and then going to work at the STL Environment at the same time. So I'd work at nighttime. Like after three, I would go to work at the barbershop. Now, you know, and, and you know, even though you, you earlier stages you're cutting and then you're working and you're cutting and it's like, okay, there's a comfortable check coming in. Oh, there was beyond comfortable checks. You're talking like seventy-five thousand dollars a year at the environmental lab, and you're talking about like part time at nighttime about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a week cutting hair, slaving from like maybe three o'clock at night to like almost one in the morning in Perth Amboy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then around like, and I guess like the, the raw age of like 21, like the raw age of 21, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this STL I'm not doing, uh, I'm not doing the lab shit no more. But what, what, but what, what, what made you? The layoffs. The layoffs. Just, just too yeah, much figure from 18 to 21 years old, man. Getting, having a job, not having a job, having a job, not having a job. You know, I mean, you can quote me on the ages, but like, that was like, that's painful, man. Like, to... To know that your 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 hustle is was paying you, and having to work for somebody, and my whole goal was never to work for nobody, because I worked for myself. It was a fucking pain in the dick. You know what I mean? It's like a slow death. 
I wouldn't yeah. call it a slow death because I was making so much money and I enjoyed working there. Oh, I met a lot of people. There. Yeah, man. Because you can never be unhappy with the work you do. Yeah, you can. Nah, you have to make it enjoyable. My dad always told me that. He said you could be shoveling shit. So make that shit the funnest shit job and you have a shovel. Well, make it fun. Perspective. Yeah, put your mind in the right place because you only got to be happy for eight hours, five hours, and six Ooh. hours. Just be happy for it. Make jokes out of it. Do, do what you do. Mm. Because when you're happy, you're going to put your all in all to it. When you're not happy, you're not going to, you're going to half-ass it. And, so, always, you know, and uh, so then I always look at it as like when somebody loves what they do, then they put their all into it. But you're saying it's totally different. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it if you're loving matter. or not, if, you, if you're happy, if you just if, be if happy. You make yourself, if, if you put yourself in the right you'll, mindset, make yourself happy, you'll so enjoy it. So you can be the ultimate fly, uh, fryer at the thing. It don't matter. Yeah, man. As long as you're happy doing it, you're... Bro, you ever go out of the country and see these people, like, literally, with no jobs? Like, we're looking at these people right now, they're in Indonesia. And, you know, those people, they don't know what they can really be. That meal right there, they only pay, like, $3 for it, right? That meal right there, probably in New Jersey, would be, like, a $30 meal. But the people that own the shit can only get for what they get. Because that's what people can give them. So you got to be happy for what you get. And you ever see people that come from out of the country and they come to America? They're willing to fucking sweep shovel, fucking even wipe somebody's ass for nothing. Why? Because at the end of the day, they know there's something better coming from that. You got to be happy. You're not going to go to a job and have to shovel shit and be mad. If that's the only job that's willing to hire you, you better accept that shit and enjoy it. But always know that there's something better out there for you. And everything will always work out at the end. Just know that. It always does work out. If you go for it. No, it always works out at the end. Even if you sit on your you sit on your hands, don't do anything. We're not talk, I don't know people like that. I don't even I don't even uh I recently stopped cutting somebody's hair because of the back of Hold on, but that's but hold on, but that is the the circle that you're around now, but you cannot say that there's you know, for somebody that's listening to you, there's there could be Alright, so I created I created my circle. Yeah, okay, then you I created a circle. Because you can't say it's just going to happen for you. You're sitting there. Doing no, 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 no. If you're working towards something, yeah, okay. it, eventually it's gonna, it, uh, everything will work out on its own. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, everything will work out on its own. Am I wrong, Adam? I mean, Adam's in the building, you know? Am I wrong? You busted your ass for how long, Adam? Fucking years. I can't hear you. Years. Years, right? What did you want to be? What else did you want to be? What are you now? Oh, wow, okay. Wow, and did, I, did I not see your journey the whole way? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Now, now what else are you working on? Fitness. Fitness. Did I not see that the whole way? Yep. Did I not help push you the whole way? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's what it is. You create the people that you want around you. I see that Adam wanted to do something. I give, I'll give Adam all the advice I can possibly give him to motivate him to get to where he needs to go. Even if somebody tells him, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Adam, what have I ever told you? Keep, keep pushing. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen. And at the end of the day, it's going to happen. Adam was dating a girl. I was like, bro, she's not good for you. Healing, and eventually it took him a time, enough time to realize that you know what, this girl isn't good for me. Yeah. And now he's happier. Why? Because he probably has someone a little bit better in his life, but he knows he's not gonna put his all on to it until he's ready, because he has to make himself happy first. Yeah. So what he's doing now is creating his own happiness, and then he's able to make everybody else around him happy. That's what life is really about. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. You can mind me asking what were you doing before? Me? Yeah, I was a mechanic, car mechanic. For how many years? From the time I was 17 to 21, I was also going to school for accounting. Whoa, whoa, oh my God. <laughs> you, never, you never know, you never know, man. You never know what you run into in the workshop, man. But, but knowing all this, because I've been cutting this hair for how long I've been cutting your brows? Seven years. About seven years? 
You know what I mean? How old are you though? 24. 24. You do the math. Yes. So as a young child coming to get a haircut by me to becoming an adult. Wow. Like and seeing wow. a nigga through wow. it, part of my language, but seeing him through. Wow. Like I'm I'm creating men here. They're, I mean they're putting in the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they come in every week to hear me talk to them, big brother them, motivate them. It, it works out. The thirty dollars he spends it is not an issue. Why? I mean, he gets what the fuck he wants, and he's got big bro. And if he ever has an issue, I got his back. He knows that. Right or wrong, right? Shit. Is that simple? You know what I'm saying, man. It's what life is about, man. You create your own circle. Like, even me, even growing up, like, when I told you I had my friends come up and help me shovel snow, my friends came up, and they helped me fucking uh, cut grass. At the end of the day, it's like, bro, what are you doing right now? You're not doing shit, right? Nah. So come work with me, bro. I'm going to put some money in your pocket. We're going to make this money. Let's do it. And then they start seeing what money can really do for them. Now, what you do with your money is on you. Right. What I do with my money is on me. What you ship don't make me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what you eat don't make me shit. So at the end of the day, it's kind of like, mm, you can make as much money as you want. If you want to spend it all, spend it all. My thing was, most people at the age of 18 years old, they buy a brand new nice ass car. What did you buy at 18? Yeah, you built that car. Remember that car? A Jeep? <laughs> and how much was that Jeep? Say it out loud. Uh, 28 grand. 28 grand. At the age of how old? 18 years old. Now everybody eventually, if you bust your ass, like he said, he's been working since he was 17. You bust your ass by the time you're you know, old enough to have something that you really want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to keep all your savings and all that. I bought a house. Not everybody's gonna do that, but what my parents did do for me was they opened a credit card for me when I was young. Right. By them opening a credit card for me young, just paying the bills for it. Yeah, the credit. And we're not gonna say that PSC and G bill wasn't on that credit card. Yeah. The PSC and G bill was in your name or no? The PSC and G bill was not in my name. But the credit card. The, the, the but the card. bill was being paid by my card. So I, from the age of thirteen to about eighteen years old, my I I created my own credit. And my mom used the cards ex uh, for gas and toll, like whatever it was, you know what I mean? But my mom did that. So she showed me that this is important, this is what you need to have, and this is what you're going to get without saying it to me. It was called tough love, but at the end of the day, I do it to my friends here. I do it to my daughter here. I do it to, even if somebody wants something for me, I still make them work for it. Only thing you get for free from me is an ass whooping and an argument. And it's going to hurt. You and not me, because I don't give a fuck. And everybody's expendable, because I believe I am as well, right? So here's it is. Like no matter how high energy that you are, how much you believe in yourself, you can't tell me at any moment. And I'm not talking when you're working at the place and like losing, you know, losing the job because of layoff. Like at any moment in between, it's like you have some kind of thing like those down, like the down moments, like man, this is not working. Right, down, down moments were like the biggest motivations for me ever. Like when I left high school, that was like the number one thing, man. I was, I left high school to help my parents out, man. And like fucking, I was out breakdancing full time, making money doing that. Again, like I said, every season had a had had a hustle. So as I was breakdancing and cutting hair, I was sponsored by Puma. I was sponsored by Against the Lives. Sponsored by fucking um, South Pole Clothing when that was popular back in the day. I did all the record release album parties. Shit, fucking, I was on commercials, MTV, a bunch of shit. But at the end of the day, it's like, you got to sit back and think about it like, B, when you're not making the ends meet, 
to, to make shit happen. What the fuck happens? You gotta you gotta change. So you gotta strap up. You gotta strap up and yeah. you gotta you gotta man up. Yeah. Because if you don't man up, what's gonna happen? You're gonna lose it all. So all right, and then the so then the other parts of that. So it's like so then it's like. You you know what's it? Did you say Kim Kim Lab? What was it? Oh, Chemtech. STL Environment. So so oh, Chemtech. So, it was Chemtech. It was STL Environment. Okay, so well, well, look at uh, so not to get caught up in the, 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 that part, but it's like because I say to a, uh, a lot of people, uh, it's like yo, it's really it's just a choice. It, it's a choice to, to you know you can work or you can go and you know or but you can work for somebody else or you can do it yourself, but it's a choice. So it's like when you decided to make the choice, it's like, yo, I'm just going to oh, do it, Barbara. Well, well, hold on. Let me finish real quick. When you say, yo, I'm going to do this all the time. So no matter what, I'm going to do it all the time. Five years down the line, let's say year 26, 27, 28. At any given point up to this point, do you say, hey, well, I'm sure there's, there's a threshold. You're like, ah, I'm here now. It doesn't matter. But before that, it's then he's like, yo, maybe I should go back and get a job. No. When you decided, when you decided, it was nah, it. Nah, you got to think about it. At the age of 13 years old, I started cutting hair. At the age of 13 years old, I was following my craft. By the time I was already like 22 and I was a father, and I was already one year into Perdamboy, working in Perdamboy as a manager at the barbershops, like, you know what I mean? By the time I was 21, like, I already had a shitload of clientele. I knew what the fuck I was doing. I knew that I was making X amount of dollars, and it was it was super it was uh, it was it was it was breaking the back of working for somebody else. It was like, man, I'm making more money doing this, having more freedom, enjoying my life. And with all the with all the things I was doing, I was I wasn't struggling at all. I didn't, I didn't knock on wood. I didn't really see a struggle because I had so many hustles. I was getting streams of income from everywhere. I made it so that I had income coming from buying and selling sneakers because I was into I was into fashion because I couldn't have fashion growing up, right? So I was making income off of selling kicks. I was into you know selling bootleg CDs in the barbershop. I was cutting hair nonstop, extremely popular. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, so like it was income coming from everywhere. So working for somebody, my mental mindset went back. Like you know what? I wasted years working for somebody when I was already successful. So my means of success was being happy and doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do. That's did you, life. Did you, did you feel like man, I should have did this sooner? Or no, like, oh, never. Because no, because everything happens for a reason. Like I needed that time to realize that I didn't want to fucking do that. <laughs> right. It's like dating a female for a couple years and then being like, man, I'm glad I ain't with this bitch no more. Like I fucking was with her, part of my friends, but I was, I'm with her for what I was with her for, and I was with her. That's what it is. You know what I mean? It's a lesson learned. Next time you see that character in your life come up again. You eliminate it and before it comes to you. And that's exactly what it, it is a lot of times. It's like that character. So it is. Yeah, he, he has to taste. He, he tasted what it is to work for somebody and to manage his own self. Right. You know what I mean? Once you learn how to manage yourself and make money, why the hell you going to work for somebody else? That's the way I do it with my trucks. And that Dude, I, I work for, for a company. You don't make no fucking money. You're making somebody else rich. Right, right, right. When you work for yourself, no matter what, even if you have a bad week, you're like, well, you know what? I'm gonna hustle more. I'm gonna get this money up. I'm gonna get this money up. That's the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what you got. Well, not everybody's built like that, to be honest. Nah. Not everybody's built like that. But if you've been born, if you're talking to somebody that's Dominican, that's never seen really a lot of money, and then he saw the taste of money and was like, yo, and he has a lot of morals and respect for himself, and he, he he's driven. It's so, frenetic. So, no, 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 you own your yeah, own company, yeah. And you were working for somebody before that. I was working for a company, making fourteen dollars an hour. Okay, and then so what? And how long were you doing that for? Then for seven years. 
Seven no, no, years? Four years. Married kids or just by yourself? Um, I was married. You were no, married? No, no, no. Yeah, I was married. I was married, yeah. So what was what was the thing that that was like, man, fuck this. Like I'm I'm out. Dude, when you sit when you sit when you sit in a truck and you get paid on a Friday, you see your fucking check, you're like, damn. And this is what I'm gonna be looking at for the next fucking thirty years? You're gonna be like, fuck that. You, your mind starts thinking. How the fuck I'm gonna make more money? More money. Some people, but you, when you say that, I don't mean to cut you off. When you say that, some people will say, because you were saying they're, they're not built like that. Some people will say, I'm going to work more hours. I'm going to put in more hours. Which it, it don't make, it don't make sense to, to put in more it, hours. It, I know it doesn't make sense. You got to find, find Some people the mentality hustle. say that. I'll tell you what. I've seen Popeye cut hair. He's like, mm. He's like, you know what? I designed this shit right here. He ain't fucking even thinking. like, yo, he's always thinking about how to make more money. Sit. Different ways, different avenues to make more money. And how long have I been cutting your hair for? Like 16 years? See what I mean? I build, we build each other up. So I remember Fernando was like, yo, I'm about to buy a truck. I said, nigga, you better go in and do that. Do that. You, you need help? I, I'll put the money down. No, 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 I got this, Pop. I got this. They didn't even bought his house a couple years after I bought my house. Like on my second house. Actually, the third house. I'm, I'm bullshit because I was, what, 25 when I bought my first house. I mean, my, my third house. And how old were you when you bought yours? I was uh, 20... 27? No, 26 or 25? You were a year after I bought mine and we're the same age. We, and even right now, I got 12 clients in this barbershop this year that bought houses. 12! All because they listen to what I tell them in finance, my nigga. Like, finance is everything. You gotta know what the fuck you're spending on. You gotta know where your money's coming from. It's life, man. And what you're doing with your money. What you doing with your money? Dude... I, I've talked to people, and you can tell right away. They don't know yeah, shit about yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't even worth having conversations. What do you, what do you mean? Like, if you like tell... I'm not, I, I've never... I, I've never bragged about how much I make. You know, but judge I make anybody. good money. I make good money. I'm in six figures. And I've talked to people that make 30000 30, and they're like, oh yeah, this is money. Like, I'm like, man, 30000 I'll be struggling. Right. I'm like, I'll be struggling. Fuck that. That was another thing for me. Is, that was another thing for me, too. When you start making, at the age of like 15, 16 years old, and you out there shoveling snow, you cutting grass, and every season you bring home a couple thousand, a few thousand, and you start seeing the money. And you know, when you go out with your friends, like, you ain't the broke dude no more. And then you don't want a little bit of money, but you ain't out there flossing it. But when it comes time for everybody to be like, yo, let's go snowboarding at the age of 17 years old. A snowboard is how much you think, Adam? A couple, couple hundred, five. About five, six hundred dollars. So you can't ask mommy and daddy to buy you a snowboard at the age of 17 years old. Because your mom got you paying, oh, it went from paying the PSC&G bill. By the time I was 18 years old, I was paying damn near two other bills. And then once I realized, like, I ain't trying, I ain't paying these bills, I'm out of here. That's when you go out and move out on your own. Okay. And you still got to cut off mommy with some money every every month. Yeah. Mommy, I know you're used to this money. Here's the money. So it's like, you you old enough to have to still support your parents. To this day, I still support my parents. You see my mom coming in for bread. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 that's yourself a GP. That's because my mom. She taught me. She raised me. I have two gods in my life. I got my mom and my father, because everybody else I don't believe in because of the fact that I never I don't I can't touch, feel, smell, or hear. You can believe in whatever you want to believe in. I came out of my mom's body. My dad created me through my through my mom. My mom is my God. My dad is my God. There's only two people I worship in this world. And then my daughter looks at me as if I'm a God. Why? Because I created this kid. Nobody else I believe in. 
I'm Buddhist anyway, so. You, you know, you know another thing too? You know another thing? No, I'm not here that They have pride. This, I know people, I know men that left their house. That's a little bit of struggle. Back to mommy's house. Yeah. So I, I can tell you a lot of dudes that are like, they don't want to struggle. They, a lot of people they, they live at their parents' house. That don't make no sense to me. My dad always told me one thing, and my mom always enforced it. At every age in your life, you should be a certain place in your life. At every age in your life, you should be at a certain place in your life. So at the age of 21, you should have 21-year-old people problems and things. At the age of 25, you should have a fucking house. Because back in the 80s, in the, in the early 90s, at, the, at that age, you were an adult and you had that type of shit. That's what I was raised. I just wanted to put my two cents because yeah. I, I've known Popeye for, for years. Yeah, but it's good. It, it, it fits right into the... Which is always is like the, the I mean, like, conversation. Adam, I'll see you a bit, bro. I'll see you now. Fuck it up. All right, next nice meeting. Yeah, yes, sir. All right. So how many trucks do you have now? Three. This is a story in its own, man. You never know who you meet when you come in, bro. I got a lot of dudes in. We don't, we don't, we don't go out there and, and we don't go out there and show off, man. There's no reason to show off when you success is it's natural. Like it's, everything's organic. Like you know what I mean? If I went from buying Jordans and Air Force Ones to buying Saint Laurent's, it's just because my life got better and my my taste got better. You know what I mean? It's the circle that I'm around. Like you know, this is. It's not because I'm out there chasing, like, oh, look at my new sneakers, B, or look at my new game, B. But that was what I meant about the hustle is real versus, like, you know, this thing. I, yo, I know a person that told me one time, I said, I don't care if I have a dollar in my pocket. As long as my bills I'm, are I'm, No, 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 no. That's not what he said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. As long as he looked like he had money. Nah, 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 and to nah, me, nah. I was like, yo, I was like, by you saying that, you're also, that's the kind of presentation you get up. So you'll, you'll bullshit. To make it look like you got something, you're gonna fake it, it, and then you can't. But that's bullshit. You can't do that. That's a, but yeah, that's a, like that's that's, that's the biggest bullshit ever. Yo. That's bad. And, and then you see that, especially like with music, and you know, in the arts world, that's yeah. the biggest thing. But just in, if you just take that out of the equation, the way that social media is now, there's people that it's like you know they'll pump up whatever thing that they're doing, but really have nothing going on. Nothing. And then you have somebody low key like yourself, and then maybe or maybe not be on social media, or maybe be on social media. And don't, you know, don't pump anything up. I'm just, you know, living whatever life, but really getting busy on the low. That's it. You know? And so that's what I meant by, like, the hustle. No, the hustle's real. 100%. You, you, you can tell, like, who has money. You will not, they will not floss. Well, some people floss. They got money. Some people, like, like I, I, I don't know. No, that's people, a personality I, I, thing. Let me tell you well, something. I'm saying people with real money, they, 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 you could, you, you, you can tell they got money. But I still think tell. that, I still think no, that some I used people, to go to, to the clubs. Yeah. Buy gold label in the clubs and be the next thing like, God damn, what the fuck did I do, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I spent five hundred oh my god, dude. Yeah. For the look. For the look, just to fucking please people. But you still had the money to do it. That was only I thing. had it, but dude, I, I but you, so you, you're you're spend it on so much money. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Some people like the flaws sometimes, yeah. sometimes especially it depends on your age group or your responsibilities. But then yeah, you do have to fill it. I, I think you like you're talking about what you're talking about is not just about making money. But it's about keeping money yeah, too. It's about having your money work for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have that's to. what it's about. So that's that's yeah. the other part yeah. to it. Because that's we're not part. we're not gonna. I'll sit here and tell you like, oh, I bought this, I bought that, I bought this, and people are like, no, you full of shit. I'm like, okay, I can show you paperwork, and I can show you funds. Right, right, right. You can believe me. You don't gotta believe me. I got yeah, three years. Matter. I got three. You know why they don't believe you? 
because they see it so impossible. Yes. Because they can't, they can't, they can't do it. Yeah. They, they can do it, but their minds are mind, in, right, in the right state. Yeah. The only thing, the one thing I tell people at day in day out, day in day out, just do it. That's all you have to do. Like literally, we have, I have clients that come here that boast about the lifestyle, that boast about the shit they have, that boast about this, boast about that, and they get a haircut once in a blue moon. And you're like, yo, the person who has it together is taking care of that and getting a haircut they're not going to bitch and complain about. Mm. I get what I'm saying? Right? Well, look, at, this is the other part, too. Like, yeah, I tell you, even when I used to work in the studio, that you got the guys that come in there. It's, all, it's amazing, too, because they come in there and they say, I'm going to do two-week recording session. And then they come in there and they all decked out with all the latest gear and they got their, you know, all their trinkets, the black label. They got all this stuff. And then, uh, and it'll be like seven guys. And then when it's two hundred dollars to pay for the session, nobody want to be their friend no more. Nobody want to pay. Yeah. Or towards the end of the week, they'll be like, instead of the black label Hennessy, they come with the Paul Masson. They come with the with the shit. The, the shit that I would drink every day. The, the, like, like it's like because it's liquor. <laughs> it's yeah. liquor. I'm not gonna expend it. I, I would get a dollar shot because I'm drinking for effect. I don't want to blow all my money on this thing. No. But it's like this look, and then you see them with all this gear on, and you're like, and then they rap about money. They rap about money. Then they go on social media and say, I have 50,000 followers, 60,000 followers. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing all these things. But you don't have anything. I just, keep, it's based off of nothing. I can keep it real with you on some crazy shit that I've seen that I've worked with, with people on social media. I know people that have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. And then I, I'll tell them, like, hey, listen, if you want me to sponsor you, come out, come out with your own product real quick. And I'll, help, I'll develop the product for you if you need it, whatever, whatever. And we'll get the product made. And I say, uh, I'm not gonna. We're, we're not gonna make hundreds of these right now. I'm just gonna make twenty. And uh, with the twenty products that we just made, I want to see how fast you can get rid of these products because I know how fast I sell my product. And if I'm gonna work with you, I want to make it. I want to see that you can produce your following because you have a lot of following. Mm-hmm. Can you produce your following? Can you at least get twenty people to buy something? Can you get twenty people out of a hundred thousand followers to buy something? I have this argument all the time. I have this argument with people all the time about this because it's like, yo, it, 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 it drives me crazy when people talk about how many followers they have. I was like, yo, but how many people can you get to take action? Like, to take action? I was like, oh, not, not to hit like, not to hit a comment. No, no, how many a, people will put a dollar in your, in your pocket? pocket. That's exactly. not, like, I don't want to hear about yeah. how many people you got. Yes. I don't want to hear about can you your turn- YouTube video is doing a million views. How many people are buying the fucking single? God yeah. damn it, yo. Yeah, so, she, so, so, so the person I was talking to was like, all right, so we developed the product for the person. And then the person was like, yo, I'm getting multiple, 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 like people hitting, hitting them up, hitting them up, hitting them up. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. The one thing when they were marketing the product, they didn't say that they were selling the product. They said that I have this coming out. Okay. Who wants it? So where you went wrong was, you ask people who wants it. When someone you ask somebody who wants it, means you're giving it away to somebody. <laughs> Instead of like a pre-order or something like that. Instead like, of a pre-order, or, yeah, or it's, it's available now, go to this resource to yeah. purchase it. And anybody would... Right? Yeah. So the person had over 2,000 or 3,000 people DMing, saying they wanted it. So what she... But the person did... Was I, I I wrote down this thing where it was like uh, what did it say? It said uh, here's here's the PayPal, um, and uh, you send them a bill, they pay it, or direct them to the website. Here it is to purchase it. It was like you know all jotted down professionally. Right. Y'all take this, 
You go here and buy it. It's available now. Go buy it now. By the end of the day, they were like, yeah, I got you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, I got you tomorrow. Yeah, hold that for me. Can I give it? No, no, no. It's not too late. Tomorrow came, nobody bought. So I was like, yo, we went from, no, you said, we went from, we went from 20 pieces, right, to 10. That's it. And the 10 people who bought it was the 10 that that person bought for, for the people to take pictures and to hype it up. You should have asked the guy then, does he believe in the product? Come on, nigga, if you don't believe in your product, you ain't never going to sell it. Bro. If they I, could be the fucking best product. If you don't believe in it, you're not going to sell it. No, I'm trying to explain to you. Let me explain you're not going to sell it. The person believed in the product, wanted the product, marketed the fuck out of the product. Right. Hardcore. Got the views. Didn't get the sales. Didn't get the sales. Didn't get the sales. Some, some, something's not. Well, it's because they they posed the question as if they were giving it away for free versus exactly. like you should be paying for it. Or it's like it's like you going online you, and saying, you know "What the person, haircut?" Yo, you know you know what the person said. The person said, "I give away free advice every single day about fitness. Free free fitness advice every day, and these motherfuckers couldn't even buy nothing off of me. A twenty dollar t shirt." They couldn't even buy a twenty dollars t-shirt off me, but I give free advice all the time to these people, and then I got people with like over two hundred thousand followers on social media, and I'd be like, "Yo, here's a promotional code. You're gonna get uh, five to ten percent off. Uh, you're gonna get five to ten percent on sales of this item. I'll give you X amount of dollars if somebody uses your promo code. So they'll market it. They'll market it. They'll market it. They'll market it. Won't get no sales. And they call me up and be like, "Yo, did I get any sales? And I'll show them the breakdown that you didn't get any sales. No one's even from your page has even clicked on it. And it's relatable to what you're doing day in, day out. So what do you what do you chalk that up to? The followers are not real or they just didn't cult- they didn't or they didn't get they didn't cultivate active the, followers. The followers could be real, but people are using social media just to like watch what people are doing. And and use use it for uh they're using it for daily motivation. And it's free daily motivation. Everybody's a motivator. Yeah, everybody's a motivator. That's all they're using social media for. They're using social media because they need motivation for something because people are lazy. And 95% of the people that are, don't use my percentages, quote me on that, but a lot of people are always on their cell phone. They're saying it's proven if you if you pick up your phone, you get a text message, it releases a euphoria like having sex. So every time you get a text message, you, you get in the same euphoria of having sex. So, like, every time someone calls you, it's like the same thing. It releases these endorphins in your body. You're like, oh, shit. So, people are nonstop, always on their phone, checking their phone, checking their phone, checking their phone to see if somebody's, like, liking a photo, liking a photo, liking a comment. I know people that in this state feel like they're bigger than what they really are, and they bought their followers. It's crazy, right? I think that's the, the you know, that's the, the worst part about the whole thing with the, the internet is good and the social media thing is good in the aspect if you know how to use it as a tool, like the as money thing, yep. like the money thing, yep. to get your message across of what you're trying to do. You're trying but you to can only service. make money, you can only make money if you have over 10,000 followers. No, no. If you swipe I make up. money, I got 500 followers. No, no, but if you have to swipe up, yeah, it's a lot But you're easier. talking about making money from Instagram. Yeah, from Instagram. No, but I, all I'm saying is that versus, uh, like, all I'm saying is not really... Making money from Instagram, I'm saying using the social media channels as a tool just to get a message yeah. out for your end product. Mm-hmm. Like if I own a fish fry, 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get the message out, hey, fish fry on Fridays. Yeah. You know, boom, boom, boom. Not so much as what you're talking about. You're talking about the Swipe aspect up, of, yeah, 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 that type of thing. I, I, I noticed that some people have that formula down too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what I like. Work. Yeah. And so you're you're I working that. in that pool. And look at and then look at when I talked to you before about this. I was like, yo, you're on Twitter. I was like, oh, I shut down. Twitter. I don't like. I don't do Facebook because you found your pool to swim. Yeah. And then you've been cultivating because you're the one that got me to go on. Yeah, Instagram. I definitely. And I hate fucking Instagram. Yeah, I got you to go on it. Yeah. And then I, I have a love hate relationship your, with it. Your Instagram was all records for one point. Yeah. I, 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 I think I've opened and deleted it like four or five times because yeah. I was like, yo, this is pointless. <laughs> like, you know, I, but I, the person who sticks at it is gonna win. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's not really a big deal for me. Like, hey, mine got deleted from the haters. Yeah. Pop get fresh. It was uh, originally it was a popping ass Instagram, and I was selling tons of shit on it. Had a lot of followers on it, and then the people went on my Facebook, flagged my Facebook, said that I had uh, dumb shit on my fucking my website. It was no- nothing on my website. I was dumb. We've come to find out it was other barber shops that were hating on the fact that I was making too much money selling a hat that said barber on it. The hate is real, man. You can't make. But so what? We're like this. Like you, you said how long you had those trucks? Uh, for ten years now. For ten years. So I mean, you had a service. You had a service with, before even social media, yeah. right? So then, he doesn't market. He doesn't market. And, and, and this is my yeah. thing, because word of mouth goes so much faster. Now, don't get me wrong. Social media. If you're starting a new company now, I mean, it probably would be your best bet to do something like that because it's like the cheapest route to go if you utilize it the right way. But I'm more interested of. Having you like this is this even with the barbershop, yeah. you know, you built a core thing off of word of mouth before social media. Yeah, my whole shit social media just put an amplify. You know, say that's all. It, it, social media, what, what it did was it took thousands of people to actually see my lifestyle. And this is and that's the thing is it's like you I, know using it just as all it is. I never even, amplification. I never even built my social media. My clients built my social media. One of my customers said, "Yo, people need to see how you live, Pop." So they made me an Instagram. My website. I got that for my birthday. One of my clients was like, you need a website, Papa. You sell tons of clothes. People on the internet need to buy clothes off you. And you already selling them. I said, I don't need the internet. I never needed the internet to sell clothes. I come out with a t-shirt. Like a steroid injection. Yeah. Like, like, boom. (laughs) Well, no, you still got to work for that as well, too. But at the end of the day, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you, I know what you mean. You know what If you're already putting in the work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're already putting in the work, and then somebody hits it like the, the, the uh, internet is like, you know, like I said, it's steroid. I'm putting in the work, like, yeah. boom, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then the, 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 so, the internet's crazy too, because if your your online store has a blog, you have to blog often with keywords in order to get to draw the traffic. And to see, you. this is the thing that then this is the issue of why I have the love hate relationship with the internet. Yeah, because you got to keep I'm, Yeah, you have I'm, to keep I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm like, and, and like, yeah, but you got like when we talk about this thing, it's like, oh, this person's doing this, this person doing it. Like you were telling me the whole thing with the Instagram thing. Yeah. Like, oh, in California, this. So it's like, oh, when but, they were working with yeah, each other. like yeah, when you're yeah. working with different people, it's like, yo, it's like when I'm doing it, and it's like, yo, I rather much be just recording and making music yeah. and shit like that. And I was like, it's working just fine for me because then I was like, that's what, that's why I get to start deleting because I was like, well, I'll put something up and then Nobody's- I don't know, it'll go for weeks or months or something like that. Or that like I'm not posting anything else. And I was like, yo, I can't be doing this shit every day and and thinking about this every day. I got other shit to do. I so, want to read a manual, yo. Like- yeah, but for what most people do is you have all your content. You build content after you build your content, right? You have all your hashtags and everything cut and paste already in your little notes. So all you got to do is use the hashtags that people are searching and then people automatically draw the, draw the, draw to that. That's the easy part. Yeah. I'm talking the content part. You're telling me that you're you're not telling me that you're 
you're you're doing. I'm doing all my content. But yo, this month of January, I'm doing all my content. All right. So let me tell you this: the last three posts I posted on social media were from two months ago. Did you do a big content run? Did you do like no two months ago? Did you do like? I'm doing yeah, I did seven videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, 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 you know, and this is the thing, right? Because I read an article on the thing, and it was like, is social media right for you? And it's like one of the things is like, if it's not right for you, if you don't have a strategy, yeah, you obviously have a strategy. Well, yeah, I kind of realized what people do. I realized I sat back and analyzed, uh, you know, some of the big social medias. I analyzed some of the big corporate companies and how they're doing it. And the day, the day in, day out stuff is is that. The day in, day out is your Instagram live. Is your Instagram story up top. That's the day in, day out. Ah, People are following that. Crazy. Oh, my fault. It's, it's, it's right now. Because you can't really fake an Instagram live because it's live. You can fake an Instagram story if you have videos stored to market something. But mine's are like, good mornings, good afternoon, good evening. That's it. And so the people search and wait for that. And when they wait for it, I say hi. And then I'm like, you guys want me to go live? Put a poll, yes or no? Yeah, cool, I go live. And then I show them what the fuck I'm doing, and they enjoy it. I didn't, you know, I don't know why they enjoy it, but they enjoy it. <laughs> Do you repurpose? You repurpose a lot of stuff? Or like, if you have stuff that you have from a year ago. Let me, let me explain something to you. There's a, there's a photograph I just recently posted that, that, hit, that got over 2,000 likes on the photo. And that photo was from like uh, two years ago. I don't even look like that anymore. Yeah, but I'm sure that when you do that, it's like a, you know, like a It's throwback. not a throwback Thursday. It's just a photo. I just posted it. Like it's not. Yeah, I just killed the gym today. I have curly long hair right I now. I put fucking, yo, I, and I, yo, that, yo, this is the part of social media that was stressing me out, yo. Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, how am I supposed to keep up every day? The, the, the best person to time. talk to about social media is my next customer. My next customer has a hundred and like some thousand followers and one of the most popular person, only trained celebrities in on, on social media. He's the biggest, one of the biggest social media fitness people on Instagram. So if he comes in here and he's interested and in wanting to be on the podcast and just talk, just be like, talk to him. He'll tell you everything, what's anything about social media. My goodness. He has great ideas. He has great ideas. He told me that I need to, uh, I need to clean things up. I clean them up. He told me I need to do this. I need to do that. You mean clean, clean them up? Well, like photographs and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I told him what camera to buy. He had, he was using the cell phone. I convinced him to buy one of the cameras. I yeah, I, I remember you had this thing about like because we did a, like a picture with the camera, and he was like, "Don't post that." Like, yeah, know. don't don't use your cell phone. Let's use a high definition camera and use my. Like cell you phone. stick by that. Yeah, I stick like, by so, using. So uh, then, well, hold on. So then, the live and the story is just like now that is just the, that's from your cell phone. So make but sure when you it comes time to post the photo, it has to be professional. Because people wanna, people wanna see a high definition photo. People wanna see the quality of something. They wanna see the crevices. They wanna see, you know, what I mean, they wanna see like, they wanna see. In order to get reposted from a brand, like in order for somebody to, to like steal your photo, repost your shit, or anything like that, it has to be of a high quality photo. No one's gonna take and repost a photo that's coming from your cell phone. Well, again, remember I'm in audio, right? So they're yeah. doing all the voiceovers. But if you say thing. if you had a road, uh, road mic, you know, you're doing this right now. Say if you walked around with a road mic and you connected the road mic to your cell phone, that road mic will pick up and, and, and will release all distortions of everything. Because I have a, a mic in my car right now, a Sony mic that you can plug into your cell phone right now. 
And no, you but said, that's not what I'm talking but about. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm if you want clear... But I'm not talking about okay, that. Okay. When I finish a job, right, and they say they do a video, like the Nike commercial, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? So then it's like, it's all... That's that's all I have to post. It's like, you know, it's like you know, what? they did all the work. I, I don't want to. Yeah, like I, I I wait for somebody to send me something, and then I, and then it's like. Uh, but they did all the work already. Yeah, like what, what you're talking about is like you have a camera, and it's like because it's like what the fuck I'm gonna take a take a picture of me like being in a the micro. You know I, why I, not? People want to follow the personality that's there. People don't give a fuck about anything else. They want to see somebody that's relatable. So like, if you're a relatable dude, you're a dad, you're relatable, you're a relatable guy, and you have a job that's obscure, different. You know what I mean? You do voiceovers. You're a talented rapper. Like, people want to see that. Why do you think Coach Dills is so popular on social media? Yeah, but he's... And, and look at that. Like, you know, when you say... I guess you use that rule for you as far as, like, the camera and... Yeah. Because sometimes it's like... Yo, a know, lot of his photographs that he's posted on his social media, the good ones are all from professional photo, uh, photographers. But then there's a mix because it's like sometimes... And they don't really get no views. They don't really get no likes. They just whatever. So you're saying, like, stay away from... Yeah, he's verified like already, though. Like, he's verified. Like, to be verified is, that means that you're a public figure on social media. You have the blue check, people are going to hire you for things for no reason. Why? Because you have the blue check. Really? Of course. That blue check means a lot in social media for people. I know people with hundreds of thousands of followers that don't have the blue check. (laughs) He only has like 17,000 followers, he has the blue check. I think he got the blue check at 2,000 followers. Because at that time, he was a public figure already. Go figure. Diddy has Puff, da- Puff Daddy has the blue check. Right, right, right. That I tell you, I have such a such such a love hate relationship with social media. I, I really, but sometimes I really want it to work because I see it can be so easy. I mean, you don't want it to work. It works. You just gotta you gotta find out a way for it to, to work, work for, for you. you. For yeah. me, right, yeah. right, right, right. Because it does work, man. No, I I know it works. Even my wife sells like the you know she's little the the cuffs or whatever from and the purse is from there. And then when people take a picture. You know, and then they'll send it to her. They'll say, like, the bloggers or whatever like that, and then she uses it like that. So I'm like, but this is one of those things. I'm like, yo, I... You, the only way that it worked for me is when I was started posting some of the work that I did, and it, those existing people bought more. Yeah. That was it, because they saw their work. Yeah, I, people want to really see, see, like, when, when somebody buys a shirt off of you or a T-shirt and you repost them, they get excited. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, that, that was... It, but that was that. As far as gaining new, that that's not the pool that I was. The only way you gain new is if somebody that's interested in you, that has people that are interested in your type of work, go to or that are interested in your work, is gonna want to work with you. That's it. Yeah, and and, and this is my shout out. Well, well, this is and this was my the hate part about the social media part where it's like. No one show I, love. Well, no, well, no. They show love, but it's like it's like these are people that I know that's not gonna buy anything. It's like you're you're basically just watching. Okay, well, he does. Yeah, I know. You got a target. And then when I see them, and then when I see them, it's like, oh man, that was a nice commercial. I'm like, ah, you got to target major companies that are willing, that that are looking for stuff that you need that, that that that's in your field. What do you mean target them? Tag CBS. Tag Nike. Yeah. Tag. Uh, you know what I mean? They, I mean, they already, they, they come to, uh, that's the whole point. That's why I said I don't, I feel like sometimes I don't feel like I don't need it. It's a waste of time. I can read a manual and improve what I'm already doing. They already come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's why I said, sometimes I get invested. Like, you had me invest my time in that shit before, and I'm like, I, I don't see it. I'm just going to go back to what you, I'm doing. You're looking for instant gratification. We all have the same feeling. It's like failing. You know what I mean? We don't believe in failing. We just keep trying. 
until eventually it's going to stay. Well, that's why I look at I, I took everything down. I took all the commercials down. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, let me try with the podcasting. And then when I'm uh, like, let me do this because I do not see any sales coming. Are you through. marketing your podcast on your Facebook? Are you yeah, marketing your podcast on your Facebook? Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. And then it's like now with it, I'm making it more consistent. I think from the last conversation we had, it's like uh, instead of just because uh, people, I would ask somebody for a headshot and not everybody has like a quality headshot. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to turn you into pop art then. Okay. And this would make it so that you'll want to share it. You know what I'm saying? Because like the dude that I did the, the last interview with, he was like, hey, can you send me that picture? You know what I'm saying? Because I made him pop art. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. I'll spend the additional money on whoever I interview to make them pop art. And then you know, whoever, people will want that. And then it, it makes the the look consistent across the board. It's got to have a formula and it's got to have the same look. Yeah. Well, yeah well, I'm, that's what I'm trying. But then it's like, okay, how often am I going to do a podcast? I was like, well, I don't want the, the, the pressure of having to do edit. So that's like every two weeks maybe I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? So I can keep something consistent because that's been my other problem, being consistent. So then what about the content in between all that? You know? So that's a, you know? And it's all audio. That's like, uh, uh, Hello. What up, Joseph? Look, you're being recorded. What? Yeah, so if you want to, like, have a conversation with us. Well, or, 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 no, it's just a podcast. We just edit you out. We're just having a podcast talk. We're talking about social media right now, actually. But if, if, like, if you're yeah. uncomfortable with it, it ain't nothing to do with your fucking face, pretty boy. What? It just has to do with what we're talking about. I was just explaining to him how popular you were on social media. Besides that, because he was uh, trying to figure out like what social media, like why. Tell, 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 say what you were saying to us, like why don't you got a love hate? No, I said I had a love hate. Uh, I mean, first of all, do you mind? No, I don't mind. Oh no, I was telling him I do voiceovers, right? Okay. And I do my sales without any social media. But then every once in a while, it's like, well, I know it could probably boost it up more or whatever. But I was like, I just don't, like, I'll go and I'll start doing stuff. And I was like, I don't see anything from it. So I was like, right. it takes me too much time and too much thought yeah. to be doing all that. But I could be improving, improving on recording, improving on mixing. Like, I like reading, you know, tutorials and manuals and stuff like that just to get better. So it's like... Social media, I just like sometimes it's like I don't see the return on investment. So then I'm like, ah, I get it. So I've, I've had like, I think I've opened and closed like about Instagram like four times, four or five times. And it's like it's the same thing. You. Huh? It's not for you. Not for everybody. See what I mean? That's what I, and that's what I was telling you. I was like, that, I read an article about this too. It's like saying it's like, is social media for you? And it's like, there's certain things that's like, yeah, it's like, it might not be for you if this, this is like, if you don't it works for him. Yeah, but it, it works for him. I mean, he's a he's a personal trainer, and it works for you. Yeah. And it might work for somebody else, and it might or, or like like I said, I know uh, a lady that sells hijabs off of Facebook. Okay. Right, and you don't like Facebook. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I see people that get traction on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's like I you know. And it was like, I remember when you told me to go on Instagram, you need to go. I was like, yo, I remember like having it a year later. I was like, I was cussing you out. I was like, yo, God damn it. He told me to get this goddamn Instagram and it's eating up all my goddamn time and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's, we don't really spend a lot of time on social media like that. You're supposed to just post content. I don't, yeah, but I, th that wasn't, it wasn't about me being. I'm about to it, If you like what you were listening to today, Sorry. be sure oh. to share with a friend. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at MC. That's U-N-I-V-S-O-L-M-C. Also, you can check all the past podcasts and the newest podcast first if you go to univsoulmc.lipson.com. Lipson is L-I-B-S-Y-N.